0: So it's our first broadcast of 2022. Yes. We were going to have like a year-end one, but we had some... Omnicron. ...issues with uh, people getting sick and things. So we are back, though. And 2022 is going to be a lot better year, I think, than 2021. It can't be... Well, let's <laughs> well, well, no, Yeah, let's, let's just... us yeah. so you know what? We're just going to be cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. There was a little Tom Hanks Boston... Thing going there I mean, cautiously. I like you that. You have just I as like good as a Boston, Listen, just, South I forget that Tom Hanks is never far <laughs> from my mind. The, the football season is ended. The playoffs begin, but if you were a Giants fan, the season ended about October with this team. Now Stephen wrote a blistering thing on Facebook, and he's not here tonight to uh, to give all the rundown of what he said. But I, I think Stephen like
1: almost started a sports blog just to talk about how bad. The Giants are, and, and he, he did so very eloquently. He, he they're really they're bad.
0: He, they are bad. They are very bad, and they, uh, their GM Dave Gettleman. It's
2: because we don't go watch them play anymore. Resigned. We don't watch them practice. That's
0: right. Melissa. Resigned right. today, but basically he was pretty much shown the door, I think. And rumor has it they're going to keep the coach Joe Judge. And this is what gets me about the Giants organization. If you're going to clean house. And, Zach, you pointed out that there was a fan that says fire everybody was wearing a bag over his head of the Giants game. That was my favorite thing. <laughs> and I, I, I agree. You can't bring in a new GM and have the coach that he didn't pick run the team. It's impossible to do. You can't, you can't be on the same page with Joe Judge anyway because they're horrible. His two seasons, they're 10-23. They show no improvement. They they won six games his first year, four this year, so they've gotten worse if that's possible. They have the fifth and seventh pick in the first round of the draft. They have 10 draft picks overall, and they want to see what he met today with the Maras and Tish, the owners of the, the Giants, to discuss what he thinks the future of the Giants should be. Well, you've seen for two years what the future of the Giants are. They're horrible, their drafting has been atrocious. Their coaching has been atrocious. They fired Jason Garrett, their offensive uh, coordinator, replaced him with Fred Kitchens, and they got no better. But the scapegoat was Jason Garrett. So what, what I don't understand is if you're you're not getting any better, you promote a guy that, that's already on the staff, you fire one guy that's on the staff, you don't score any points in this league. You average 10 or 13 points a game when the league is averaging – 20, whatever it may be, 28, 27, whatever you're watching football games, there's no excitement with this team. They have no defensive players that you look at and say, okay, at least we can build around this player or that player. Offensively, what are you going to do with Daniel Jones as quarterback? The guy didn't even play half the season, basically, because he had a concussion. Now, uh, I'm not knocking the fact that poor man gets a concussion. I don't mean it that way, but decisions have to be made. And if you can't have the, the GM and the coach on the same page, then it's it's impossible. You have to have the man that you're bringing in to run the organization or to be part of the football organization. The GM is a very important role on the team because he oversees the scouting departments, who the you know the head coach and and he has to deal with the owner. But if you don't get along, or not not even not get along, but what if you have if you don't agree with the coach, then how do you hire the GM then? If you're keeping the coach, you must believe in the coach then. Is there any reason why the Giants are well they fired coach well, they they've had coaches that have lasted only two years. It, it you know, they had Pat Shermer, you had Ben McAdoo, the last two coaches before Joe Judge, who've only lasted two years. So now the Giants wanna keep some kind of continuity they feel. So we're going to keep Joe Judge for another year to make it three years to see that we can get to mediocrity rather than the putrid play that you see on the field at this, at this time. The Giants, at least when they were bad and when I was growing up, at least they had some player like they had Harry Carson was, was, was you know, a younger player at the time, and he was, you could see that there was something there. They had something they were building on defense. There was a player's or whatever. That's just the name one. They weren't, they weren't a great organization. They lost in the 70s and, and part of the 80s until Lawrence Taylor came in it, it, you know, and, and started to turn it around, and Bill Parcells was named head coach and everything. But you see nothing there with this, this team now to believe that they're going to get better. You don't have a quarterback. I don't think you have one in Daniel Jones. You, you drafted Saquon Barkley. The poor man, the first year he was there was run to death. They, this guy was carrying the football all the time. He's been hurt now. Now, do you re-sign him or does he go? This was a, a high draft pick that you had just a few years ago. And the guy's like hurt all the time. And it's not his fault. He was like, Stephen had mentioned in the article, he was the workhorse. He got the ball, either they were running or passing and he got it constantly. And now he's not the same, but the wear and tear on running backs, it, it's, it's incredible. But what he's done, Joe, Joe? Well, we're going to be disciplined. They're not a disciplined football team. There's no imagination on offense. Their defense is torched a lot of the times when you watch them play. There's no life in this team, and then yet they want you to watch this team. They want you to go to these games, and the fan base is loyal because the season ticket holders—they they must have 20 years of people trying to get to season tickets to go see the Giants. There's a waiting list to get to see them. And why would you want to go and sit and watch this you know, this football team that is not getting any better under this guy? You could see if they made even little strides from one year to the next. But you win six, your first year, you lose, then you lose uh, and you only win four the next year. That's not getting better. You're not progressing. you're regressing. And you're going to keep this guy, but fire the GM who was a total disaster anyway. And, and did nothing to help them. Uh, his, his big thing was, we're going to get our offensive line. And we talked about this before in the hog mollies called, and these big guys up front that are going to block and open up holes, and they're going to play giant football. And that's when the Giants were great. When they won their Super Bowls, their offensive and defensive lines dominated. Now, they get dominated. And that's the problem with the Giants. There's nothing there to say, oh, geez, you got to watch it for this guy. Or you have to watch it for that guy. There's no, there's no one there that you want to turn it on. I don't even watch Giant games, and I like the Giants. I watch the red zone, where I can see every, every game, at, you know, whenever the team's getting into late the 20-yard line, they call it the red zone. So I, I watch that rather than watch the Giants and hope that there's a better game on at 4 o'clock if I get to see it, if the Jets aren't on at 4. Because you know, if the Jets are on at 1 or 4 or, you know, or, or switched. But it's just pathetic to watch them the, the way they've been the last two years.
1: So how long has the outgoing GM been the GM? Four years he's been there, day, day, day. So he's, he's retiring after four well, years. Well, he's
0: been GM in other places. He was in Carolina and whatever. He's been at other stops, and he's done other things in football. But the thing is, you bring this man in, and, and one of the guys that, that helped uh, bring him in was uh, uh, Ernie Accorsi, who was a former GM of the Giants. And he's... The Maras rely on him, even though he's been out of football for 16 years. He was a Giants GM from 90, 1998 to 2006. But since then, he's retired, but he's been like a um, de facto uh, front office person for the Giants. He'll give them information and help them out. And he was one of the men that said, hey, Gettleman would be good for you. So what they've got to do is stop listening to Ernie Acorsi and their old Giants that have been there and wake up and go out and do a search and look for a GM that can be in the you know in the current football age, not somebody that thinks that, oh, we're just going to get big guys and we're going to run over people and do everything like that. That's true to a, to a point, but you also have to have talented people to do that. You can't just have anybody coming in there, a big guy, and think, oh, they're going to block for us, they're going to do everything they're going to do. This is just a total... Total disaster they've been, and and it, it's not going to get any better because you don't have a quarterback. You're not sure of it. You got a coach who's probably going to be on. You know, if they don't win obviously next year, he's gone. Then what do you do? You have a GM that didn't want this guy to begin with, and you think he's going to back them if they if the Giants do poorly in the beginning of next year gonna say, well I didn't I didn't hire this guy. Do the players like the coach at all? I, I don't you know, that's hard to say like do they like him? It doesn't really so much like I don't think everybody that plays for their head coach likes them. But you still have you're getting paid but, but, to but, play. But I, I think it's just the way that maybe you either motivate these guys or you you come up with schemes to to make them better. This is the personnel that you have. So you have to adapt to what you have. Well I, I guess I'm more asking is, is why they're just not firing the coach to save face for another year? Well, I think the reason they're not firing is because they don't want to admit that they made a mistake by maybe bringing this guy in, that he's the wrong guy. So you bring this guy in that was the special teams coach for the New England Patriots. So anybody that worked under Bill Belichick, you think, as well, he's got to be good. So we bring him in. And... I have nothing against the man personally, Joe Judge. I don't know the guy, and I don't like to see anybody get fired. But you know what? It's what have you done for me business. And if you're not doing anything, if you're not making the product on the field something that you're going to want to see, then you, you have to clean house with it. Getting rid of the GM is, is the first step. But you, your coach is going to tell you what he sees his direction of the team when you've seen what his direction of the team has been for the last two years. They've gone backwards. Not that that Pat Shermer, who was the coach before him, was any better. He was 9-18, his record was. So they always say every 9-18, you know, September 18th, they always say, oh, that's Pat Shermer, because that was his record of coaching the Giants. They just haven't had anybody that can motivate or be, um, I don't know what the right word I'm looking for here, but they just haven't done anything to spark this team or to get them. They're supposed to be the football Giants. So there's no life in them. There is no life in them. And whether, the, like, you know, the players say, hey, you know, it's on, it's on us and we have to do better and whatever. But you know what? Sometimes, you know, if you don't have the talent there either, but that comes from the coach to try to get more out of these guys or whatever. And, you know, you, if you, you've made a mistake, you've got to get rid of the mistake. And I, I think it goes to, like, the National Hockey League. These guys fire guys b- before the playoffs start. They'll fire a coach and bring in a new one. They don't care if they think that their team is not doing well. It doesn't matter if you fired two coaches before for only a couple of years they've been there. If this guy's not doing the job, you move on. You don't keep somebody in their job if they're not doing the job right. This is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately business, and what he's done for them lately is made them the laughing stock. He had a press conference two weeks ago saying, oh, players that have left here want to come back and play for us or players around the league tell me. Who who's telling that you want to come to the Giants? First of all, if you're talking to guys like that, it's considered tampering because you can't talk to a guy on another team. But even beyond that, what what guys are jumping to run to the New York Giants? What, what who wants to come to the New York Giants right now? What free agents are going to want to come here? They overpaid for Kenny Galladay, their wide receiver, who's hurt one week, plays another week, hurt one week, plays another week. They drafted horribly and and they just don't there's nothing to watch them there's nothing to make you say okay at least it'll be they'll be competitive i'll take that i'll take competitiveness for any team i mean the rangers to, to go to you guys for hockey they they had an idea they said we're going you know what we're going to tear it down we're going to rebuild we're not going to get aging stars to come in here anymore We're gonna take our lumps for a couple of years, and now what? They're the best team in the National Hockey League, right? The record wise, right? So this is what you have to do. You made mistakes. They corrected the mistakes. What the Rangers have always done was they've always overpaid and gotten free agents, and now that there's a cap they can't do it as much, but they made that mistakes in the past. Okay, so you hired two coaches, the Giants, that had been bad. So because this third one you don't want to get rid of because you have got rid of the other two coaches that were bad before, you can't stay with them.
1: That just sounds really stupid to me because it's like, I don't know anything about this and I know the Giants are terrible. Right. So, it's like, so Because it's New York. They're New yeah, York. So if it's so known that they're so bad, just let this guy go. I mean, like, and again, you know, you don't want to see people lose a job, that But also, right. losing your job in the NFL is a lot different than losing your job just like out in the world. Right. You'll right. be okay. You'll get another job. You'll sometime. get another job. They, they okay.
0: recycle. He'll he'll get a job on another staff, being some other kind of coach, without a doubt. Yeah,
1: and God bless. It's not. Right. He's just not.
0: He's not the right guy for the moment. He, he doesn't just seem like the right guy to to do it. He doesn't have like this. I'm not saying you have to have the it factor or wow factor or whatever. You have to win. Winning makes you better. As as you know, your personality is better when you win, obviously. But when you have to come out there week after week, like you know, we're trying hard and we're doing the best. Yeah, well, you should be trying hard and doing the best you can. But your best isn't good enough, and if that's what you've got to show. And if you've made mistakes in the past, you can't say, well, geez, you know, we fired two coaches before. They've only been there for a couple of years. We can't do it again because people are going to think we're a joke organization. Well, you're already thought as a joke organization. I mean, around the league. I mean, come on. you you got people with bags over their heads. The stadium's not even uh, maybe three-quarters filled or whatever it was at the last game of the year, but they're not going to the games. And people aren't going to the games. That's when the owners feel it the most because, yeah, they bought the tickets, but they're not buying souvenirs. They're not generating money coming into that stadium. And nobody wants to hear that the New York Giants aren't the New York Giants anymore. You know, they they had their runs with Eli and Coughlin, and then they had to realize, okay, we've got to move on. But, you know, like even Steven said, maybe they hung on to Eli a little bit too long or whatever, but they never drafted thinking we have to bring somebody else in here to replace Eli until it was too late, you know, to groom somebody. And this has been the problem with them. This is the, the issue with the Giants. They wait and wait, and they're, they're, they're old-school mentality that they have with this, and they cannot hire a new GM from somebody from within. They have to go outside and look at other organizations that have done much better. Uh, let's say maybe the Buffalo Bills, they can look at their, you know, their organization, how they've improved, or the Tennessee Titans, how they've gotten better, or, or just around the league. I mean, I'm not familiar with every GM or whatever, but you can't hire anybody from within the Giant organization to be the GM of the Giants because it's still the same philosophy then. You have to come in with a fresh mind. You don't think out of the box like, you know, that thing, out of the box. Well, the Giants have to think out of the box here. But if you stay with the coach, but you bring in a new GM, then all you're doing is just recycling the problems again. Recycling the problems because the coach, if the GM comes in and says, well, I think you should do this or I think we should have this kind of philosophy. But the, the coach thinks, well, I think this is the way it should be run. Then who wins that power struggle? There's a power struggle then. Joe Judge doesn't have a leg to stand on because they haven't won. So if this GM comes in and says, geez, I think we should get this person or we should get draft this guy or we should draft that guy. And Joe Judge goes, well, I think we should get this guy or whatever. Who are you going to go with then? The GM that you just brought in or the coach that's been 10 and 23 in his last two years? And then, then there's the animosity grows. You have to have this synchronicity between the two, the GM and the coach. If you don't, then you you can't you can't run your organization. Well, it seems like the most frustrating thing in all of this is
1: it's so obvious and apparent to seemingly everyone that that's the case, but it's not going to happen. No, because so the Maras
0: are like, hey, you know what? We're old school. We're going to do it our way. We're going to show you and do it our way. And I could be look, I could be 100 percent wrong. They could go you know, 13-4 and four next year, the Giants, or whatever. I could be totally wrong, but I don't see that happening then turning this whole team around in one year. And then if you're bad again, then what do you do? And then the question is, okay, so let's say if they do, what is it, if you win six games in
1: opposed to four or seven games, do they then say, well, that was an improvement from the last year?
0: Let's, no, because like, you've added, they? well, first of all, they added an extra game this year. Okay, now it's 17 games. But what I'm saying is you won six games your first year, Your second year, you won four. So you're already two down. So what are you going to do? You have to win 10 games, 11 games to even smell the playoffs. Nine games, 10 games. They have to improve five or six games in a division that's getting better. The Eagles made the playoffs. The Cowboys made the playoffs in that division. If the Redskins didn't get their quarterback hurt, they might have won more games than they did. And they beat the Giants the last game of the year anyway, the Redskins. I mean, the, the Washington football team. I keep Forgive me. And they're going to announce their new team name on February 2nd. Yeah, I heard 2022. That. But I doubt, but, yeah. You know, but that's a joke. That's another joke organization, too, the, the, the Washington football team. But we're just here to bash the Giants a little bit. But you've got to change the culture. So I don't care, like I said before, if you fire the coaches twice before giving them only two years or two and a half, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter. You've got to totally clean house and start anew and you can do that but you have to risk doing it you have to say okay we failed yet again but we're going to get better we can't continue the same mediocrity that we have in putting out a product that nobody wants to watch nobody cares about you have nothing nothing to say oh geez well at least we can watch x y or z player there's nobody they ruined saquon barkley you know, we, we we don't know what Daniel Jones is going to be. The guy's been hurt. He, has, he plays, he's hurt, he fumbles, he throws in a, You know, whatever. He's not progressing. So, and he's, time is running out for him because then what do you do? You're not going to sign this guy long-term to be your answer when you don't even know what you have.
1: Well, at least when the Rangers sucked, you had Hank. And then when the Rangers rebuilt again, you you didn't have Henrik, so you had to figure out how to adjust around that. Now it's like... The only thing that would be interesting about the Giants is if they said, full smash, we're right. changing everything. Because then, be, then beyond that, it's just, well, we, we know that we're mediocre. Uh, we know we're bad. Maybe we'll be mediocre next year.
0: Well, weren't the Rangers, like, at one point, one of the older teams in the league? And then they started to lose some of those players and, and, and then to say, hey, look, we're going to do it this way. We're going to draft. We're going to let these guys work together, and we're going to get better. But they're going to get better together. But the GM and the coach have to be on the same page to do that. Now, they, had to, they went through some coaches and everything else, but their, their drafting was – they were getting – now, granted, they weren't – they were drafting in high positions, and they were making trades and getting rid of players to get draft picks and everything, but it's what you do with it. You can have a ton of draft picks. Like I said, the Giants had 10 draft picks in this upcoming draft. That doesn't mean they're going to hit on all 10 – Sometimes you may hit on two or three. But well, you have the fifth and seventh pick in this draft. The first out of the top ten. You've got two out of the top ten. They have to be home run hitters for this team. And they have to figure out what direction they're going to go. Because they need defensive help. They need offensive help. Offensive line help. Defensive line help. They need linebackers. They need safeties. They need, cor- they need anything you can throw at the dartboard the Giants need. And their biggest need is also going to be a quarterback. Because I don't think Daniel Jones is the answer. If your team, if you're gonna have a running game, you've got to have a good offensive line. If you're gonna protect your young quarterback, you've got to have a good offensive line. They haven't had that for years. It's run for your life with this team, and that's what it, I, I don't see. That when you're not getting better, then blow it up, and restart it. Okay, we made mistakes. We made mistakes. You'd rather the fans would rather just say, yeah, you guys have made mistakes. You screwed up, but at least it's that way. I'd rather hear that than, well, we're going to stick with this coach, but we're going to bring in a GM. You can't have it that way. You can't do it that way. You can't run any company like that. If your CEO doesn't get along with your CFO or whatever, you want to, whatever business terms you want to use, then how are you going to work together if you're on separate pages? Nobody's going to agree with Joe Judge the way the team is going right now and say, hey, you know what, Joe, you're doing a great job out there. You won six games your first year. You lost, uh, you know, uh, ten. You won four games your, your second year, and you lost 13. You, I don't see a progression here of something. You're regressing. You've lost two more games than you did the year before. You know, I mean, you you, know, you won two less games than you did the year before. You can't have that. You've got to show that you can do something to make the team better, and you're not seeing with this guy. And he's got an arrogance to him. I I just, I I cannot warm up to this guy. Maybe it's me. I'm sure he's a wonderful man, personally, whatever. But you you got to go. He's got to go. I think for them to get better, he's got to go. Now, that's my my take on. it. I could be wrong. But just as a fan of the team, when I don't care what the Giants are playing on a Sunday, when you only get 17 games now to watch, and I'm like, well, it's October, they're done. What am I going to see? They're losing 30 to 10, or they, they score. The, the only thing the Giants ever do is get great kickers. That's it. Their field goal kickers are great, but they rely on their field goal kickers. That's it. The Giants have nothing. we, we got to wait for uh, the field goal to come out here while teams are scoring touchdowns, and you're getting three points. Hopefully, you're going to even get three points to get close enough with your offense. So it's just very depressing to watch that when you saw some really good football the last games of the year you know the, the the uh the charger game raider the raiders chargers game was a great game the rams 49 ers game was a great game it was up and down the field the balls moving the defense were making plays the offense were making plays it was exciting football i'll take exciting football if even if you lose some games to show me that you're progressing if you don't progress then what's the point of watching you if you're the same you could turn on a game in september october november it's the same thing. Run, pass, five yards, incomplete third down, punt. Team comes, gets the ball, drives down the field, scores. Five, six-minute drives. Giants, three plays and out. Three plays and out. There's no continuity, nothing. So, like I said, personally, I got nothing against the man. But he's going to get a nice little package if they let him go. And maybe at the time that we're doing this, recording this on the 10th of um, – January, maybe as the time that we're doing this, he is gone, but I haven't heard as of yet, and there's rumors that he's staying. So, you know, it can be done. You can admit mistakes because people will listen to you if you say, hey, look, we screwed up. Like I said, hey, we made a mistake. I'm sorry. We're going to try better. We're going to get this fixed. We're going to fix this. But you can't fix it if the same guy is there and you're bringing in another guy. It's not fair to the, the GM you're bringing in. It's not. And you can't hire from within. You can't bring in somebody that's already in the organization to run this team because they've all, they're, they're just feeding the company line of what the Tishes and Mara's want. You can't do that. It has to be somebody from the outside, a fresh pair of eyes. Now, I'm not always for that. Like in some companies, you have to talk to the rank and file to see it. But you can't talk to the players. And you can't talk to this coach. You have to come in, you've watched film, you've studied film on this team, if it's a GM that they're bringing in like you would a coach, and say, hey, this is what we need. These, these people have to go. We need a new, we definitely have to change some of the coaching staff also. You have to. You can't keep this. And if the GM says, well, you've got to fire X, Y, and Z coach, and the head coach goes, well, geez, I don't want to fire X, Y, and Z coach. Who's going to win that battle? the GM's going to do it. So now you've got an, you're alienating the head coach because he may be getting somebody rid of somebody that he wanted. So you can't you can't have this. You've got to bring in a brand new regime and start all over and clean house. It has to be done. It has to be done because you're not going to get any better. Let this guy go on and win Super Bowls with other teams, but he wasn't going to do it here with the Giants. Well, and that's that, that's the, you know that's the way I I look at it. If I was NBA.
1: the new GM then if I couldn't get rid of this guy, I would then fire every single person around him, alienate the coach so much that he chooses to leave next year.
0: Well, or, or, you know, maybe, but you know what? There's only 32 jobs. So nobody quits a job in the NFL. You get fired. You never hear a guy, unless you're John Madden, who coached 10 years and said, I'm done. And God rest his soul. But nobody wants to give up that because that's one of the most premier jobs in sports. You're a head coach of a national football team, national football league team, 32 of them. That's it they'll probably add more down the line. But, but my point is, nobody's going to say, well, that's it, I've had it, I'm you done. You can't necessarily manage you know, You don't want to give up that job. Not many guys do that unless right. they they know it's the end of the road and they've won or whatever. But look, Bill Belichick's doing it. It's, it's in his 60s. He's not he doesn't want to quit. He This is a great gig. Where are you going to get this kind of adulation and, and, and winning and things? He had to change. They lost Brady. They had a bad season, and look what he goes out and does. He signs free agents. He gets guys to come in, and now they made the playoffs. But this guy isn't Belichick. No, but he coached with Belichick. He was his special teams coordinator, so that's supposed to make him. Because he, you know, he shared the same facility as Bill Belichick. He makes him a great coach. It doesn't. You know what I mean? It it, it doesn't work that way. Brian Flores, who just got fired from the Dolphins, worked with him, uh, with, with Bill Belichick. Um, Matt Patricia, who coached the Detroit Lions, got fired. Uh, uh, you know, last year, Th- just because you work with somebody that's great doesn't mean it's going to rub off on you. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't. M- doesn't work that way.
1: All well, the more reason to get rid of this
0: guy. It makes you better to be around somebody like that. But you still have to. It, you still have to have the cachet that Belichick had. Belichick didn't win right away, but Belichick continued to work and work, and then he found the right spot to go. And he had, but he had a plan and a system. This guy is picking up the system of Belichick, but it's got to be—you've got to tweak it and make it your own. Not just think, well, Bill did it this way, then I've got to do it this way. Yeah, but Bill also had Tom Brady. You don't have Tom Brady. You know, Bill Belichick knew how to run the defense well, like he did with, when he was with the Giants and when he was a head coach with the Browns. Even they still had good defenses and made playoffs, but things didn't work out, and he got fired. But then. He went back to the Giants, then he got a head coaching job again, and look at how he's turned it around. It can be done, but what I'm saying is you've got to have that, you know, go through the lumps that you got to go through and maybe go to another team rather than just say, well, hey, you know, it's going to get better someday. But, you know, how many days do you want to wait? It's a win-now business because – Everybody you bring in is a year older than next year, and their bodies are like five years older after playing football for a year or whatever. And you've got to get younger. You've got to get better. You've got to get better everywhere. And that's the problem with the New York Giants. They're not getting better anywhere. And if they don't hit a home run with the GM, and if he can't work with Joe Judge, they're going to be mired in mediocrity for years to come. And that's my little rant on the Giants there. I'm sorry. Does anybody anybody disagree with that or... You think I'm you know,
2: too harsh? me harshly disagree? Well, yeah, I know you're a big Joe Judge fan. You've I'm, I'm always, a huge uh, Joe Judge fan. You've always a been a big Joe on my Judge fan. Everything.
1: You know, but I think they need to uh, take uh, the advice of Michael's favorite uh, fast food joint and uh, think outside the bun. By Taco <laughs> <Yeah. about. laughs> That's it.
0: You've got to do this thing. It's just this. This serving
2: up dog food. Every it's day. just
0: it just hurts. It hurts. Um, you know what? What? watching them they're just they just don't have the i don't know there's just something missing with them and it's very depressing to watch this watch this team and, and it's 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 got to get better it's got to get better because if it doesn't they're just going to be like this for years to come it's going to be like you know the old days and watching them in the, in the 70s growing up until they were able to get everybody out when when they brought in George Young to run the Giants as a GM they had the NFL help them with the search to bring them in because they were so bad for so long. They brought in George Young, and he brought in the culture, and then he brought in you know uh, Bill Parcells to coach that team, and things got better. He, they, he hired Bill Parcells who was on the staff uh, of the previous regime. And then they went through their lumps, but they got better and went to Super Bowls, won Super Bowls, and whatever. I'm not even, I'll just be taken to go to the playoffs for a couple of years. I'm not even thinking about the Super Bowl. I'll just take a playoff run, go deep in the playoffs a couple of years, do something, make it interesting.
1: You Some know, to be good again in 2035.
0: You, you know, if you don't, they were, I remember the signs over, you know, the old Meadowlands Stadium, 15 years of, of bad football, enough is enough. I mean, it would fly, actually be flying overhead because nobody was going <clears> to the games. It, it took that to, to say, Jesus, we are bad. Now, they haven't hit they're close to hitting rock bottom. If they have another year like this, then it's, it's pathetic. And it's, it's really, really bad the way things are going with, with, this, uh, with this organization right now. And they,
2: you know, it hasn't
0: been that long since they were in Super Bowls and competing for things. But it's been a while. And you can't, you can't regress this far. You can't. You have to get better. You have to get better. And admit your mistakes. And they did it twice. they got to do it again. Three times might be a charm. They get rid of them, bring in somebody else and we'll see what happens from uh see what happens from there but there's going to be some good playoff games coming up this uh this weekend and the, the one of the marquee ones are the 49ers at the Cowboys it's that's going to be a really really good football game 49ers Cowboys it's on Sunday and I'm going to make my predictions later on on who's going to win some of these games but um it's just uh at least we'll get to see some good football for the next couple of weeks, but uh, it's, it's, it's just horrible what we're seeing with the Giants. And I'm sorry I went on a little bit too long about that uh, little rant on that. And also, the college football uh, finals is tonight, it's Alabama against Georgia, and I'm saying Al- Alabama's going to win this game in a romp. I say 21 points they're going to win by. There's going to be a blowout. They're saying, and, and Georgia is the favorite. Alabama's ranked number one. Georgia's ranked thir- third in the country, and Alabama is, I think, like a three-point underdog or two-and-a-half-point underdog, which is absolutely amazing to me. Alabama's going to just roll tide on this, this, uh, this game. I believe they're going to win big. I say 21. It could be 14 to 21-point win for them. But um, we can turn to entertainment news for a little bit, give a little change up here. Zach, you're starting to watch. Uh, Alabama's currently leading by three. Right there you now. go. That's all you need to know right there. It's, 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 the, 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 it's, it's on already. But you're starting to watch uh, Succession.
1: Starting to watch Succession, finally getting on that. The first event. season
0: of Succession. Yep. But Melissa, you've watched Dexter, New I Blood. Have. I have. The season ended last night. It did. Give me your overall uh, picture of what you think of it. Okay. What you thought. It's only a one season. It's not coming back.
2: I, there is talks that it will be back. Oh. There is talks of that. Okay. I have read today. Oh,
0: really? Yes. Okay. But what was your overview of the whole? Uh, My overview. Liked One it, second. disliked it, kind of liked, liked it. it. I
2: liked it. I think it, it was a good way. I I'd be fine if it ended here. Uh huh. I'd be totally all right if they just ended it here. Because I if they do a second season, I don't know if if I should spoil it. For everyone out there.
0: I think I think it's Ken, but it's time and this airs. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah.
2: Dexter is dead. Ooh. For real this time. Oh, he's it's gone. It's for real He means business. Uh, this he's time. dead. And I think if they do a second season they're gonna be focusing on Harrison, his son. Right. Which, you know, I'm okay with, but for me, like I don't I don't care about the teed. I'm sure there's a group out there that's gonna like that and want that. I want Dexter. Yeah, you want Dexter. You know, I want Dexter. So for me, if there's another season, will I watch it? Maybe. But, you know, it's like, I I, I don't know how I feel about
1: that. Now, I saw a, uh, a headline I want to ask you about, Melissa. I think yes. it was from Entertainment Weekly. They said that this um, finale uh, redeems the terrible finale. Yes. Do you agree with that? What do you think about that? Uh,
2: I'm I'm a little bit on the fence because I I uh, like I I didn't hate the way Dexter ended in the first place. I understand everybody wanted him to get you know his comeuppance either end up in jail or you know be dead like now, so everybody wanted something more and I was like he got away with it. I love it and yeah. you know in my my mind it was like well how's he gonna do it this time, and the end was um you know he's got his son is back in his life. He's with him now. He gets arrested for the murder that he committed in the first episode here. You know, so he's sitting in jail and he's thinking, how am I going to get out of this now? And then he goes full Dexter mode, gets out, and he's like, I'm going to go to my son. We're going to go. We're going to be on the road together. And his son realizes what a true monster his father is. He thought, you know, he's like a dark defender. He's only going to hurt, like, you know, bad people. And he's like, oh, no, he just... That's just him. He's like, oh, so he's like, all right, dad. He's like, we can be together if you turn yourself in. And I like it because there's like a quick moment where he's like, all right, fine, then I'm going. He's like, I'm not turning myself in. He's like, I'm going. He starts to walk away. And, you know, it's, it's Chekhov's rule. He, he sells guns. He gave his son a gun. You know, it's going to end with a gun. So his son pulls, like, the gun on him, and I kind of wanted them. They they have this little heart-to-heart, you know. His dad's like, all right, well, you got to take the safety off then. You got to do He's like, the way I showed you. So his son shoots him in the same spot that... um, In the heart. Right in the heart. Yes, right in the heart. So
0: after their heart-to-heart talk, they have a little... Yeah,
2: they have a little book, and he shoots him right in the heart. But he lets it happen, and I I wanted it to be more, like, if he was going to go out that way... I wanted him to the end to be like, I'm out of here. Boom, that's it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm doing me. Fine. You don't want that. All right. Which he started to do, but then, you know, the the gun gets pulled on him. He's like, okay, this is the way it has to end. So it wasn't horrible.
0: I was hoping that at the end, it was going to be the shots fired, but it goes to black.
2: Yeah, right. So you don't know, did
0: he shoot it up in the air? He couldn't shoot his father, which I'm giving away the end or whatever. Or... Dexter's dead you know leave or, it yeah, like that way like the, the product. but at least like you hear a gunshot who knows. You know, he's and definitely dead <laughs> or is he because is, if, if they do a, a remake I mean a, another, ep, another season of it Is is Dexter gonna be like? I'm sure they'll bring him back
2: in the way of like yeah like what they did with Deborah in this season where it's like he might see him or anything. Then why not
0: do just another season with him rather? That's what
2: I'm saying. I was like, eh, you know, it's like I would have liked it. Like he got away because even in the first. installment of dexter's he always had like you know contingency plans where it's like all right this is going to be my identity i'll go here uh-huh. so he could be any you know he could turn up anywhere surface anywhere it's like all right it's a new storyline here just more dexter and that's what i the, the 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 show that i would like to watch i understand you know new generation I'm sure there's going to be some kids or some people that are all about seeing, you know, this new Harrison Mm storyline. And I'm not saying it might be great; it might be amazing. But for me, I'm there for the Dexter. Like that's that's what I. That's the show I want to watch. What's it?
0: Michael C. Hall.
2: Yeah, Michael C. Hall. Yeah, you watch it for
0: him. I don't. You know, he's great.
2: He's what and like this kid. kid. He's like I don't. I don't either. I yeah. So that really for me was like I. I'm glad that they, they brought him back, and they had this whole storyline going, but I would have loved it if he just fully yeah. Dextered out. It was like, oh, you don't want to come with me? I don't care anymore about being a good father. I'm a serial yeah. killer. Like, he's not a nice guy. I'm glad, like, at the end, like, he went full Dexter, you want him to be a redeemable character, and they're like, oh, he's not a redeemable character. He just kills people because, like, he has to. Yeah, they're they're bad guys most of the time, you know, his father taught him a code, but... He has to do it. It's like a need for him. He has to kill people. And I just... I was like, yeah, here we go. He's going off. He's off the rails. He's going to be on the road with his son. Or, like, he'll be by himself. Who knows? But Dexter is sadly dead. So if they do a second season... And they could also, if they do a second season, do it. He's been away for, you know, like 10 years. Right. So they could do it, you know... Uh, a prequel or whatever, but I don't think that's what uh, they'll do. Yeah. I think they'll they'll go forward with you know the Harrison kid, and maybe Michael Seahall will be like Deborah was, will be a little like voice in his head, which will be cool. But it you know
0: it was a money grab. That, yeah, <laughs> that's what this was. He does nine episodes, I think, and they could have continue. I think they could have continued with him and his son, or just let it continue with the way it was going. In, in but the I town. think really
2: they knew they fucked up with people. <clears throat> People didn't like that he got away with it the last time. Right. Like, that's really what people had. But that's the problem what Dexter's with. got to do. That, he gets yeah, away like, with it all the time. I mean, that's, it's a that's, TV that's the TV show, thing. <laughs> right? You know? come on, how realistic and do you want it of books to be? That you and yeah, and a series of books. So for me, I was like, if he gets away with it, oh, how's he gonna do it? How's he gonna do it? Where's he gonna land next? You never know. Yeah. But uh, you know, it, it, it was a fitting end. And you know, again, like I said, you see a gun in the first act. It's going to get used in the last yeah. act. And, you know, they did that, so. Awesome for them. Good but, yeah. for them,
0: bad for some of the people that Dexter's killed over time. Yeah. Though yes. Mr. Krebs was in it. The one from. Um,
2: uh, yeah, what's it? Clancy Brown. Oh, Clancy Brown. Brown. Yep. Right? Well, right? Wasn't mean, he he Mr.
0: A, was he Mr. Krebs Mr. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, was he Mr. A, Krabs in Mr. Krabs? Krabs.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's a great character. He's been in everything. He's very
0: good. He's, he's very been, uh, good, Clancy Brown. He's got mm-hmm. a great voice. Yes. Yes. He's does. got a great voice. He Starship was. He played flippers. played a uh, bad guy in this. Very bad. Very bad man. Very,
1: bad man. He plays very bad. A great, great bad guy.
0: He's a great actor, Clancy
1: Brown. I love Clancy I'd Brown. I'd
2: also feel really. Um, Really hurt if I didn't take this moment, this opportunity to bring up, because in this very room when I was about like five or six, Ooh. I begged and pleaded with my my parents, my my father here, and my mother, wherever she is, wherever she may be <laughs> uh, that I might watch the scream movie. Oh, it was coming on TV, and I don't know why I was uh, I was upset. I think I just saw maybe like a poster of it. And I was like, I've got to see this movie. And for me, it was like life or death. I'm like, my parents are either going to let me stay up and watch this or I'm crying the whole night. So I was in this room and I have to give a shout out to Steven, too, because the the agreement was I could watch it if I watched it in here in Steven's room with him because it was a a horror movie. Mm. So I uh, with the new one that will be coming out this week. Sadly, it is uh, the only one without Wes Craven. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, in a way like I'm heartbroken about that, but I'm also like heartfelt to think that something he created can now keep going after he is gone. Scream 5 this is. Yes, this will be Scream 5 that they're just calling Scream. And I I watch every single year I watch all of the screen movies. I'm not gonna tell you that every single one is a great masterpiece of art, but just for me people all agree on <laughs> one of my first <laughs> memories growing up. And as you know, <laughs> horror is my favorite genre. Oh, of course. And where Cadoo started, I don't know. Maybe with that and also watching that was one of the first times I I got to, to see on screen the final girl. And you know, the final girl, she goes through a lot of stuff. She kicks some butt, and she survives. So here's to the final girl. So here's to you, Wes Craven. Where do we and, uh, stand
0: on that? You guys are Scream fans? Do we do we like Scream, or are we...
1: Horror, horror was never my thing, really, but I think I can appreciate that Scream kind of... And Melissa, you can gotta look at this more like... It almost parodies some of the tropes of uh, horror and uh, brings some light. I just remember when that come out, came out... Me being more like really scared of it. It seemed to hit more like like it was Amanda's generation, her cousin. Like it was more uh-huh. people that age getting killed, or like what I mm-hmm.
0: s- saw as that is slightly older. Um, now that wasn't Jennifer Love Hewitt. That was in.
2: I no, know yeah, that, yeah. Was that, that was that was. So this is yeah. not a scream. This is this like this is sc- Nev Campbell. Scream ushered
1: okay. in like the second wave of slasher movies that were all through like my middle to early high school uh-huh. that started to come in. More middle school. Um, I, I think I respect it more now than at the time it wasn't really for me. Uh, but, you know, that being said, uh, I all the reviews for this movie are great. I know. They I've really heard great things, So love I love it. Fingers
2: I, are crossed. And as I said, they're not masterpieces, but as one of the first, I think what I used as leverage was you guys just started letting me stay up to watch Jaws. which is a wonderful movie and another one that i kind of would would categorize as like a horror movie it's like a summer horror movie oh that's definitely a horror movie. i I was so that was my big point i was like come on guys like you let me watch jaws like let me watch scream so you're like all right you had to do it and And as as i remember you went
1: as scream one year for halloween i mean
2: you're talking yeah. young yeah. you oh, yeah scream yeah <laughs> yeah i remember yeah. the guy for what the duffel bag was that store yeah and he would ask me he's like what are you gonna be a princess a fairy <laughs> he goes down the whole line i'm like no he's like all right what is it then i'm like i'm gonna be ghost face <laughs> he's like oh okay that's good girl. so yeah you know
0: is it the same ca- is anybody new in this cast
1: is it the it's predominantly new, but I know that they're bringing back. I think Nev Campbell's Nef Campbell, in it. Yep. Uh, Courtney Cox, Cox is in it.
2: David Arquette. So yeah. they, they do have like the core the core group for it. So David Arquette
0: wasn't he? just needs to be married
2: to him and Courtney Cox used to be married. Yep. they met on Scream. They, they met yep. on Scream
0: yeah. One or mm-hmm. Scream Scream One, I think. Scream. I the think Screamers. they met there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, but they're not married. They're not together anymore, though, right, David? Yeah. I don't believe that. No, so. I don't but no, I think I they're like
2: I think they're good friends. But they're good friends. No I pun intended I,
0: from the T V show. They
2: worked show. on like all all of the Screams together, so I feel yeah, like you it's know. not like they he does a
0: lot, David Archibald. I guess they didn't do Scream and then and Courtney Cox's Friends. I mean when well, she had that other show, uh The Karen? Town. Cougar Town. Yeah, right. She so was yeah. in Cougar Town. That's right. That's right. That was the show.
1: But she's getting nice royalties from friends. Oh, uh, I don't night, think right we now, now. have to worry hey, about it. I'm the, not worried about David Arquette career. is uh, actually teaching um, Bob Ross painting. Like, he really goes oh. around and teaches Bob
3: <laughs> Ross <painting. laughs> No. Yeah, swear no. To God. no swear to God. He that's goes, awesome.
1: I didn't he, know that. He, he, he's like a practitioner Ooh. of the Bob Ross style Bob of Rock painting school of, <laughs> and, school of life and love.
0: that's what his g- g- I mean like he I mean he's still like.
1: or
2: he'll act like, in any
0: scream film that he'll, did, I mean he'll act in does in, he a comic con right. dude does he go to comic cons or anything does I feel he like screen? he should he I, probably right. goes
1: to the ones that aren't like the big I mean but the ones that aren't like New York or LA I'm but, sure he's doing I mean I'm sure he's doing fine the ones where the fine. celebrities
2: pay you to right. take pictures with them I'm sure he's right. doing
1: fine he's just not in He's just stuff. not in the big, He just yeah. did a... Re- recently, he did a movie that was, like, filmed for nothing... Around New York, about like the the mob conference where they established the uh, the commission. Oh, that
0: I've seen that uh, parts of that movie. It was shot in upstate New York or something yeah, like that. That's when that, they all that met, was yeah, like yeah. for like twenty
1: five bucks, and he plays like an old state. Trooper. Yeah, he's he plays
0: an, a state trooper. I I didn't watch the whole thing, but it my was friend's the mob car
1: he'll... is in that movie because he like has vintage <laughs> cars, and he got to be in the movie.
0: Really, but like the, I mean, the movie. He wasn't in the movie though. Your friend, Justice I think he was him. an extra. Oh, he was like. Did he drive the car? Is yeah, because oh, he's got okay, like a vintage so. car. But so he drove and. Yeah, but this was not a Hollywood. No, thing. this, this was I've like seen. It, it on looked like iPhones. it was filmed on an iPhone. Yeah, I didn't say that. That's what it looked like. Yeah, that's what it looked like. Yeah. yeah. And Mikey is part of the part, podcast, but he's a little under the weather, so he's saving his voice. We feel. Oh yeah. yeah that <laughs> and he if he to add tells Mikey. me anything
2: that happened in Spider Man, I will. Right. Because be- you <laughs> have
0: not seen Spider Man. I have not. No. Mikey has. You have not. So that's. Oh, but that is the big. This is that is the big movie of of right now though, Spider Man. Is there
1: It's oh, yeah. just beat uh it beat Avatar or beat Titanic for domestic
3: I oh, don't know, it's gr- like the eighth highest grossing film but of all when you, time. When you think uh, about uh, Sony, why this one? Sony's highest film all time. I mean like not giving anything away. This too. this isn't giving anything away because the trailers already gave it away, but right. uh, Alfred Molina, uh, you know, William Dafoe, a bunch of older characters from previous Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans are in this movie. Now this is not Marvel. Is it, it DC? No, it's Marvel. It is Marvel. Yes.
1: Okay,
0: I'm sorry. Okay,
1: I'm sorry. I, I think the reason why it's working is it's the right movie at the right time. One of the things is, I mean, again, not having seen it, it's giving fans what they want. Mm-hmm. I know that this has been something that's been... Because it's been almost annoyingly so there's been so many Spider-Mans in the past, what was 20 years there's been three spider-mans uh one successful uh at least two very successful very well regarded movies then a third one that wasn't great in the sam raimi series of the the toby mcguire spider-mans right then two that were not well regarded with andrew garfield but they like him like like he's a likable guy andrew
0: garfield and now you got the young guy in all the marvel ones the um
2: was Tom Holland? Tom Holland. No, yeah, what is
0: he is this guy like the it guy or like right now? Like like pretty much. He's the I mean, it Spider Man right now.
1: I don't know he, if he well, can do other s- things. But
2: yeah. I mean, he now, tries to, but he tries. Other things he you're like, eh, before this thing. Go back to Spider Man. I mean He played Billy like, Elliot.
3: On stage, I know mm. that. yeah, and he's also doing like another thing on the Uncharted. It was a big video game series and now it's becoming a movie and now he's, so in, like, he's be in this he's too. in now with Mark Wahlberg and stuff. He also did an you animated movie. <laughs> he did an animated movie with Will Smith where it was, like the spy.
1: Oh, Spies in Disguise. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, like, he's, he's making, like, a billion dollars doing all these things that he's yeah. doing. Because, I mean, he's been in, what, now? Five Spider-Mans considering he's had three of his own movies. And then he's also been in Civil War, Endgame, So this Infinity guy's War. been
0: in... This guy's not... This is not his first Spider-Man movie. No, this is no. This his no, third no, spider Spider-Man movie. And, like, his fifth or sixth is, time Spider-Man. Is he playing the one Spider-Man. that was when they went to Europe? When they went yes. to England or something? Yeah, that's the guy? Oh, that's the same guy. Yeah. Yep. Because I saw parts of that. Now he's dating his co-star. Is that Zendaya? Uh, I don't yeah. know
2: if they. Are. I know they were. Yeah, they're, they're still there. Right. I think they are.
0: Now, yeah. who, now Zendaya.
3: What was in? Was she a I mean, Disney she a, person? She or? was a Disney star for a while, but now she's really like yeah. she's had like two. She's careers. actually like a good actress. Cause she she yeah she was in Disney stuff for a while, so people are like oh because she was like a Disney star, and then she had of course when you're Disney you have to sing, so she was a singer for a bit. But oh, okay. then she really made like a second career, even though she's so young of like being in euphoria on hbo which is one of the biggest shows and it just as speaking it just came back yesterday for the second season okay so that has been one of the biggest things so they're both like the biggest things in hollywood right now so they're the couple they're the couple are Are 20s 20s? Mm -hmm. like
1: they're the
2: young young, young right like just
1: about He's great because he's the right age for Spider Man. Um, the other stuff I've, I mean, I've, not, I've only seen that he was in one other thing that really didn't go anywhere. Is he the best of the Spider Men?
0: Like uh, you got Tobey Maguire, you got this they guy. Old,
3: I mean, like I would say Tom Holland is a good Spider Man because he was a good, he was the right age, like Zach said, he's the right like way to play him and the quirky, funny, but also could be smart type of thing. But he's also at the best. To go on, because uh-huh. I mean, like any of us could have played Spider-Man in the MCU, because you get to walk into I an already you get to walk into an already established universe with <laughs> you know Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans with oh, okay. so I get think to walk that was their
2: best thing with him was his relationship with Tony Stark that he had in those. And I think that yeah, was a really smart like way a, to go. Where it kind of you know Tony Stark, I think that kind of solidified him with yeah. it because that relationship, two, man. That was awesome. And then when you watched, uh, you know, you watched them get blown away, like, whew, and they did that this, makes you cry. They did yeah. a
1: smart thing, too, of not having it be, like, the origin story that we all know over and over and over again. Yeah. Spider-Man becoming Spider-Man. Like, if you even are a casual fan of these things, you know... Right. Spider-Man's uncle-father figure dies, and then he becomes Spider-Man. Like, you know the story. These movies didn't opt for that, because there had been two movies within ten years. Is J.K.
0: Simmons in this?
3: Yes. Ironically, it's funny, because he played the same character, J. Jonah Jameson, in the Tobey Maguire films. The, yeah. But then he plays the same character again, J. Jonah Jameson, in these movies. Uh, he's yeah. a he runs the, pay, he's yeah, a, he yeah, runs the, the paper. he runs the paper yeah who hates Spider Man
0: he still hates Spider Man oh, like yeah, Spider Man <laughs> can't get a break no that's his thing and the only like, how interesting... come Spider Man always seems to be the like Batman people like Superman people like you know but why does Spider Man always seem to like he's got a fight for every time like in a movie like people don't believe that he's a nice guy well, I mean, or because of G- J. Jumma Jansen because
1: he runs like, the, the paper and puts them down. People like Spider-Man. Like the, the, like the people on the street like the rank and file like Spider-Man. But it's the elitists like, don't. Is that what we're getting? Here? Like the like news doesn't, because like he's elitist. taking stuff into his own hands. Like you know, like he's a vigilante. He's a vigilante. Is yeah. that right? You know that sort of thing. And Spider-Man, <laughs> the the fight. Well, the, isn't like, Batman a vigilante
2: in a way? But it kind of well, goes that way with Batman sometimes too. There's people that you know hate Batman and think that he's the true villain and thinks that yeah, but he Spider-Man's fighting guys like
0: are from like outer space and stuff though.
2: Well, and now that he's that's more Batman's fighting the Batman, Batman, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Joker. That's like, you know, also yeah.
3: there's a difference. <laughs> right? It was Even a, a mental these, patient, though, like in in these ones. Like I would say, Spider Man's loved because like he's just a little kid, and then like he joins the Avengers and stops Thanos from destroying the world. So like everybody loves him for that. But in the Tobey Maguire ones and. Even the Andrew Garfield ones, it was more like, oh, he's just, he's the only superhero in the, the world that they live in, so they're like, everybody wants to hate him. So his his
0: love interests were Kirsten Dunst, yes. and who, el- who else Emma, was else? Emma, Emma, Emma Stone. Emma Stone, Kirsten Dunst, and now's in day. They, yeah. 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 So those are the three, like... Those uh, are the three love interests, yeah. Um...
1: I think that, to go back to why it's doing so well, one, things are getting better. I mean, for as much as it's getting bad again, things it's not like everything's shut down. Mm-hmm. Right. Two, I think they're... One of the biggest mistakes I've seen recently is people putting out, like, pandemic-themed... Shows or dark. I'm I'm so done with those. Like like, like we lived it. Nobody wants to experience it. Like like, uh, a show that came out that I was actually waiting for for years, based on this comic that I I was interested in called "Why the Last Man." Came out during all this, and it bombed, and it's already canceled. One season. What was it? It was on FX. So it's on Hulu. That got canceled because I think people just don't have the appetite for it. It's about a pandemic uh all the men on earth die overnight so it's a woman's picture it, it's it's, about, and it's the about Earth turns
2: into a utopia <laughs> well, the, the, the,
1: actually one of the more interesting things about it is like you know how there is that like feigned like well, so its, we, it's, it's children of men
2: Pretty uh, much
3: based. but
1: but it's like like if um there's one guy who survives that we know of so far and it's like, what happens? And yes, of course, it's not like everything works out because it's just right. women. It's like, people are people and there's problems. It's quite... It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it, but I just think that I don't have the stomach for pandemic stuff. And HBO just put out this show based on a book, Station 21 or something like that, about a viral pandemic mm. that wipes out
3: most of Earth and everything. It's like, you know what happened it's after also World like War? the yeah. same... Like uh, the same plot of that comedy show that came out before was the Last Man with like Kirsten Shaw. Oh, yes, whatever. yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like, I feel like like you're saying people are like I don't need to see a thing where it's like the last of the human race. One, bef- yeah, be- it's too soon. Be- be-
1: yeah. Before C- before this,
0: well, this, you know, you- it's like somebody writing a book about ending a pandemic when a pandemic is going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, like bef- before this, yeah. um, shout out to AC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, AC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You already saw like the Walking Dead failing in popularity. Like people, I think, had just gotten kind of tired of that before everything happened. Then everything mm-hmm. happened, and it's like, I mean, not to conflate what we just went through, but we went through a lot. Yeah. I don't think people want to watch that right now or live it right now. I think that Spider Man and a lot of these Marvel movies are good escapism. Yeah,
2: gotta uh, say though. One show, I don't know, Zach, maybe you've seen it. Uh Search Party? Have you watched that at all? I
1: haven't. I I, I heard it's great.
2: Love, it's amazing. Every season's great. They just came out with a fifth one. It's on like HBO Max. They ki- like I'm not going to say they they do like a pandemic cuz like they they don't, but it's a little bit hinted at that towards the end. Like every season's pretty much realistic up until this last one. Where they go like nuts, but it's it's totally like you know mimicking like the world's nuts right now. So I think they do it in a great way because it's like not like the pandemic or anything like that. But you could kind of like at the end be like, oh yeah, like life is crazy right now. But it's a funny show, and um, Jeff Goldblum is in the fifth season, so it's a great mm-hmm. show just to watch all the way through. Well, but the Goldblum fifth season, you is. don't yeah, have yeah. to like. If you just watch that one, you don't have to really watch the other. Like it'll give you like, hey, this is what happened. The characters too, like I find they're just amazing. And Jeff Goldblum, like if that doesn't sell it for you, like I don't know what will. I mean, I'll definitely check it. (laughs) I've
1: wanted to see that for a little while. There's just so much. I just think that my brain's a little fried with heavy stuff. And I don't. I'm not saying that I don't mind heavy because Succession is heavy. Yeah. yeah. I just think. But it's a different type. Yeah. If you're leaning into pandemic,
2: uh, is a a money pandemic
1: maker. or yeah. apocalypse mm-hmm. that's just a bad look right now and I think that things like Spider-Man especially what they're doing with this Spider-Man where they're kind of playing to generations of fans giving oh, them yeah. what they want without saying it's anything.
3: all like to add on
1: no, to nostalgia
2: I'm trying yeah, very yeah. hard not to look up or read anything on it
3: I won't spoil it, obviously, for you, but, like, to what Melissa's bringing up is, like, a thing that a lot of people are hoping for in the sense of, like, uh, Spider-Man is already inherently, like, one of the most popular characters ever, like, of comic book characters. I mean, that's the reason why you have had so many reboots and why Mm -hmm. Sony, it's the only character that Marvel doesn't have the rights to still anymore because they're able to buy the rights to everybody else except for Spider-Man because he's so popular. He also has cancels so
2: hot right now.
3: He also has video games uh, like that are very popular. That like all of his comics are popular. But it's more like like what Zach was saying, what Melissa was saying. It's generational, mm-hmm. where, again, I'm not spoiling anything, but because you're having characters of the past who are villains, mm-hmm. like Jamie Fox is in the movie. He's been in the trailers, right? He's he's, he's, he's right. he, he yeah, announced months that, ago yeah. that he's coming yeah. into the movie. Is
0: he a new he, character?
2: Am he, he was a,
3: a
0: character
2: in the Andrew Garfield one, and yeah. his character was
1: universally panned. Okay. Yes. nobody liked. No, yeah, but but, uh, but so yeah.
2: he
3: he was in it, and then you have like I said, Andrew, uh you know, William Dafoe, uh, Alfred Molina, and they're from Tobey Maguire's one. So people are hoping fans are hoping whether you know you've seen it or not that these two you know that they're using this multiverse which is what opened up in marvel now like basically meaning there's multiple realities and different people oh, can exist. Okay. people are hoping that by having old villains in this movie like melissa's saying if she like one thing that may drive her to actually go to the theater to go see it is the potential my of yeah, <laughs> Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back? Oh, okay. I so see people what you're are saying. hoping, and that's like I know I it's pretty much so been confirmed,
2: but I'm trying to stay away from all. Like I know it's pretty much been confirmed by now, but, but man, it's,
3: that's it's like and I, again, I'm not saying okay. that they are or not, but it's like it's that's what people are hoping for, so that's what they're banking on. Excited to see and them if they up are or not, if and they that. are or not, you if you like, let's say like Melissa, you go to see the the movie and you pay the money or whatever and they're not in it like Sony still has your money. So yeah. that's why they really don't care. That's why it's making yeah. this much
0: money and it for four, mean, four they weeks may in not in row. be in another one if they weren't in yeah. this mm-hmm. one. They may. Made... Or well, Sony
3: could see this hype that they bring to the box right. office, even though they weren't in it, and be like, "Oh, now we could yeah, bring them have in, or to whatever." Because there's a demand for yeah. that. If exactly. it starts, thing. the whole everyone's going to say, "No, I'm
0: not." An alternate universe? Would it be one Spider-Man like fighting another Spider? Like, would they? It could They're be not all the same Spider Man. The, the right?
1: thing is, it's all proof of concept now. Okay. I think that they know that it now as weird as it is that like nerd culture has become popular culture. Right. That they are now in a spot where they can mix all this stuff together and you don't need a major explainer, just that there's you know these movies yeah. can exist because they all exist at the same time that right. that that much because it's
3: the actors, if you know what's yeah.
2: happening you're going to go if you if you know generally nothing about this universe and what this isn't going to be the movie for you you're not going to go and see this well, I'd
3: even say that you almost could that's in the sense i was going to say almost something opposite of that where like cuz Marvel because Spider-Man is still techn- is still owned by Sony but Marvel and Sony co-create them together mm-hmm. like co-studios instead of like an Iron Man movie where it's entirely Disney doing it. Right. You could almost just see this movie without needing to see the 23 other Marvel movies and that because Spider-Man's solo movies kind of almost exist outside of like they they exist in the same world, the same heroes show up, the same right. characters, same events. But because it's a Sony-led studio film movie, Spider-Man's front and center, you could almost see this and not need to know what happened in the past five Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's Sony, and it's Spider-Man, and you're going to go see it for Spider-Man. You're okay. not going to need to know what happened in Black Panther. You don't have to watch the Shang-Chi movie or the Black Widow movie that just came out this year. You don't have to yeah. watch the Eternals movie. Whereas most movie. other
2: Marvel things, it's like they, they've yeah. had a build-up. You should see the other ones before... But Spider-Man stands alone. Then, yeah, like, like he
3: exists in the world. World, but you don't need to see the Eternals, which is a movie that came out just like a month before right. this. Well, you don't see need it. to see the
2: In- Eternals In- just yeah. just because anyway. you don't need to see that. Like but nobody yeah, needs to. So see So it. it's like
3: that's like, it's going to make money because of that, and it's, oh, okay. it's Spider-Man, and I that's see. that you're going to see it because you're going to want to see, it. <laughs> you know, like that. Like oh, if you even if you did not like any of the MCU, you might want to see one. Just released it. Streaming right.
2: yeah, services and, and, and already. And
0: was was
3: also a bad. He's yeah, dark he
1: rock, here.
0: and and that
1: now, alone, because that alone, bringing him back, he was so beloved, and so is Willem Dafoe is so beloved oh, yeah. that they exist beyond those movies. And They're because so of the, the
0: issues that James Franco has been going through, would, would he, he will not be returned? He will, no, you know I'm saying, but would he, be. he? Would he? I'd <laughs> love for that to be, be at the end. Considered? considered
1: James Franco
0: dies
3: in the second one, right? Well, I if mean, it's an
0: alternate universe, would it
1: matter? Well, it's not a
3: spoiler, but they. William Dafoe died in the first one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah, and Melina yeah. Melina so. died in the yeah. second one.
0: So if it's an alternate universe, though. But, yeah, yeah. But I know he's got off-the-field yeah. issues as we say, James him, Franco. So I think James
1: Franco's off-the-field issues would, would keep him but off-the-field, so, and he's would, not as beloved as yeah. William Dafoe. So he
0: wouldn't be like... Because no. he was a villain in it, too, right? Yeah, he's was Dafoe's Yeah, the Yeah, 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 right, right, right. So that one I remember. Yeah, that was one of the one that was a Tobey Maguire one.
2: Right? I was hoping yeah. they'd yep. bring
0: Paul Giamatti
1: in as rhino, but I don't know. <laughs> right, Paul Giamatti's. We involved. got him
2: for like a second Paul, at the end
1: of uh, Andrew Garfield's two, movie. Two amazing Paul Giamatti facts right here. Paul Giamatti at one point played a villain in a superhero movie that we all forgot, the Spider-Man. Movie <laughs> right, played, right, And also, Paul Giamatti is the exact same age as Vin Diesel. And are- <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. That 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 always blows my mind that they are the exact same age. As- what are they, in their 40s? I think they're in their 50s. Are they really? Is Paul Giamatti in his 50s? Okay. Paul Giamatti's <laughs> absolutely in his 50s.
0: I always I like to bust Stephen's chops about, I said like, uh, Paul Giamatti, if he was, and I don't mean to put Paul Giamatti down, but was a little, maybe more appealing to the opposite sex than Leonardo DiCaprio he would have gotten a lot of the role. I think he's just as good as an actor as DiCaprio. I really oh, God. do. Oh, he's amazing. But I, like Zach great. said,
2: he's a character actor. I, I, so only that's because I like of his
0: certain, no. you know... Because, because of the way things are, are. yeah. I mean, because that. of the way, you know, he's eye candy to women, and they want to see it. But I think Giamatti could have acted in, in the, the Wolf of Wall Street. No. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Was he in that? Right, the Wolf of Wall Street? That's the oh, my big... good. Yeah, that's I really that right DiCaprio. Right DiCaprio. Now. That's if you switched
2: out DiCaprio him, he'd be perfect. Giamatti is 54 years old.
0: okay.
1: I think he's a fan. He's one of my favorite. Actors. He's a great Paul actor. Giamatti, yeah, I, I will
2: say this: I don't know if you guys have watched that Jungle Cruise movie. I have that. They bonkers. wasted their Giamatti in that movie. Okay? Absolutely, he's wasted. I don't know what the accent he's doing. I'm Jungle like, Cruise with you have him the in your rock? film. The Rock. Oh yeah.
0: Okay.
2: Like yeah. you have him in your film and he's not in at least half of. It. I'm like this Paul is a Giamatti waste. Paul Giamatti
1: is in the Jungle Cruise movie, which is conservatively four hours long. Yeah. Uh and is out of its mind. That just movie more. is ridiculous. Hey, yeah. spoiler for The Jungle Cruise. Don't see it. Don't yeah. One, don't see it. <laughs> Two, Paul GMI is in it for five minutes, and The Rock plays an immortal I mean, I'm sure he's being. fine. I'm
2: sure he got cut a big, immortal, fat check for that. The, the, I mean, The Rock, well, the Rock just is immortal in real life, so that wasn't a shock to anybody. An immortal boat captain. Are we, are we yeah, really yeah, shocked? Yeah, he's an immortal boat captain. Dumb, it's Dumb, a I'm movie where that. that he does in the jungle. I know that's so very rare. So like, yes to see...
1: Uh, Spider-Man though That's a thumbs up I would say Go to Michael on that one Yes we would definitely
3: say It was I will say Without any spoilers to it Like You're gonna see it For the Did it live up
0: to the hype Of what you thought It was gonna be
3: Yes and no. Like you're gonna see it for I like. Are you gonna really remember like the this is like the really one of the plots is at the end of um the the last uh, Jake Gyllenhaal makes a cameo in the sense of he was the villain in the last Spider Man. So like no, where definitely that gonna go see it. that he Ayo. where they leave off there kind of picks up again and he kind of gives the world he tells the world that Peter Parker is Spider Man, so he blows up his secret identity and then. Like, Spider-Man's really bummed that, like, that...
2: I just can't be a high school kid anymore. What's this?
3: that blowing it up, like, he can't get into MIT. And then, like, so it's, like, it's a really whole, like, uh, who cares? I like how that's an arc. (laughs) I can't go to
2: MIT! But you're going to see
3: it because of the uh, nostalgia. You know, of, like, the old... Like, that's the... When you get out of the uh the first like 20 minutes of the build-up of oh god like that like now everybody knows who i am i can't like my friends can't live a normal life like that like Mm -hmm. is it anything great or compelling or like something that hasn't been done before with every time a secret identity is revealed no but what's so
1: stupid about that i'm sorry is and and i don't it's just now this is after half of humanity was blinked out of existence and brought back because the world has gone so crazy in these Marvel movies that mm. we're really going to care. We don't remember news stories two weeks after the fact that we're going to care that after half of the existence of the universe is wiped out. Oh yeah, there's aliens. That's happening. <laughs>
2: but this high schooler but Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like that's really going to ruin Spider-Man's life. He helped save the yeah. literal universe. I'm a
2: part of the Avengers. Guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: back
0: off. So, yeah. but you give it a th- you.
2: Oh you'd yeah.
3: Give like, it a- when you, it didn't
2: disappoint.
3: No, like, when you get outside of that, like, the stakes of that being part of the movie, mm-hmm. like, oh, like, it, you're going to see it because the old villains return, right. and and then that's just going to... When it takes off from there, then it's... I mean, also, if you're a fan of Doctor Strange, obviously, he's in it, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, wow. So, so hey, yeah, so you these have... budgets
0: for these movies must be incredible, then. If you're paying oh, yeah. Will Dafoe, oh, who's a great notch. actor, and Melina, and... and yeah. I you feel don't like They
1: don't pay them as much as you'd think.
0: Well, it's well, like you they to
1: piece, be in, they in the. They must box. get a piece of the. You, so yeah, that's why Scarlett Johansson sued. Because right, she, they, they they, they point in the back end. The, I have right, no, no idea
2: what her yeah. suing is about or any. Because like, they, they didn't release it in theaters,
0: they released it on. So she didn't feel she was getting the cut of what she should have got. I mean, they didn't release
2: it in theaters. And you know who Paul Giamatti's father was, right? But they should have made it way earlier. Yeah,
0: Giamatti. Yeah, they did. The commissioner of baseball. Told Pete Rose you're banned from playing baseball, and that a lot of people. I mean, he was a heavy chain smoker too. Paul Giamatti's father, uh, Bart Giamatti, from what I can remember, I think that was one of the things uh, about because he, it really weighed on on Bart Giamatti too, and I'm not sure about that. I don't want to say he was a chain smoker if he was, but I know it weighed heavily on him to have to say he's suspending Pete Rose from baseball because he meant so much. But Pete yeah. Rose wasn't telling the truth. But yeah. And he was a good man, Paul Giamatti.
1: Right? I just want it was... to be said that I love Paul Giamatti. Right? No, and who doesn't? I, I think this whole family here—this is a Giamatti family. Just... Giamatti, a Giamatti, uh, family. and now I want this Wolf Wall Street car, remade uh, with him name in, a in it. car after me, the Giamatti. There's he, one so show good. I want to talk about. I don't think you'd watch it, but I think it's really good, and it surprised me how good it is. The it's... Witcher? No, no, no. But uh, I did
2: really like the first season.
1: Anybody
0: here like The Witcher?
2: It's all like right. It. It's okay. Okay. I like it. It's decent.
1: Um, I'm not saying you'd... Hey, I you, you gave it a around.
0: shrug just for you people out there. I, didn't, I don't <laughs> well, think you'd like it. No, yeah, I, I, no, I...
1: Here's the thing. I think that you would, I, if you I, got I past some of the it. stuff I, I in it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd actually like it, but I'm it's high high got high so high much high stuff high. that you love. Uh, it got The it Book of Boba Fett. On, well, uh, I haven't
2: watched that yet. Uh, on, I'm just gonna start uh, on watching Disney that, Plus.
1: Yeah. It has not disappointed me, and it has every. Book of Boba Fett. The it, guy from Star Wars. Yeah, it's he's back, and he's basically he wrote a book. He, he wrote a book. <laughs> he's uh, he's on a book tour. It combines things that you love, crime shows. Oh, that's good. And old west shows, because it takes place in what is basically the old west in space. And he is coming back into the world after some bad stuff happens to him, and he's trying to establish himself as a crime lord. But he's Bobo. Is fat. there a lot but of Because I don't like. But, sand. but I, I don't yeah.
0: think you'd ever actually watch it. But yeah. it's really. I might. I might not. But it sounds interesting. But it might be <laughs> something I. It,
1: it's what I like about it is because when the Mandalorian came out. Uh, In Star Wars, there's this race of Mandalorians. Boba Fett's one of them. They just wear cool armor and they look cool. That's all you need to know. I thought that that show was going to be more like crime-based, but now they're tying it more in Star Wars. This one is more underworld, like crime lord, like basically... Like a mafia type? Yeah, basically like like a a criminal that you like trying to... It's really like, do you rule by
0: respect or do you rule by fear? So is Boba Fett like Tony Soprano type of character. Like, you ruled by fear. I mean, he was a likable gangster, Tony Saffari. Yeah, this
1: is this is a likable gangster coming into a power vacuum that's been created by the death of a bad gangster. Wow. So now, uh... That's a heavy. Yeah, so now he's coming in, and is he gonna be this, this... He's trying to rule with respect, but there's people chipping away at him and not respecting him, so is he gonna rule with fear? And I thought that was pretty cool for a Star Wars series, for one, and really leaning into the mafia side of things and like really i think and i'd put it to you guys what the follow-up trilogy should have been is like the power vacuum that opens up when you take out something bad okay. so something bad's taken out
0: so there's a after? recommend
1: it. there's a thumbs up for yeah that. i definitely give it a thumbs up okay it didn't disappoint me at all no, it's I think, interesting i, think I don't tomorrow, know if I'd, I'd catch it but it, it sounds good it's definitely it's it's a lot cool if you take the star wars out of it I think you'd enjoy it. But he's a green figure that's heavy. <laughs> Usually he doesn't wear the helmet. He only wears the helmet if he's intimidating people. Most of the time oh, it's just, he's, he's just... He's a regular guy? He's just this cool Mari guy. Okay. I love Tomorrow okay. uh, Mortensen.
0: So, so Mortensen. he's an actual man? Yeah, he's an actual man. He's an actual human, human man? man? I'm that's
1: thinking of Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, no, he's
0: not Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> a he, whole
1: show Jabba of Jabba the, Hutt. Jabba the Hutt. So who is this now? It's the guy with the cool helmet. With the jetpack. Oh, that guy. Yeah. So it's like, the cool thing about him is whenever he walks, he's got the spur sounds. All right, I, okay. So then he's my, coming in because Jabba Hutt's dead.
0: Forgive me, I'm thinking yeah. he's that big... <laughs> no. That's no. why I so thought you didn't <laughs> bring a me whole in series saying I could have played his double. No. Shut up. <laughs> I could have like a okay. fat
1: bender over here. It's I really know. it's really cool and it's more like Western Samurai style. Okay. I think what's like the name of it again? The Book of Bubba Fett. Is the, the whole Boba
2: like Fett. are they doing it like they're like, releasing episodes each week? Yeah. They're doing it weekly. How There's many episodes, episodes up? are So I'm okay, gonna have to cool, wait? For so, I can that. Catch so it's not like out. the, the right. Book of Mormon. Okay. Okay. So no, yeah. it's not like the All Book right. of
0: Mormon. So we are running long here.
2: not for us, actually. Well,
0: I mean, I don't wanna, you know, but I did want to say that uh Power Book Four Power. Force. Well, that's yeah, a whole book. other
2: podcast. Another so that w- that will be
0: a whole. It's coming in February. I just want to get that out there. And Joseph Sakura is is be, bringing back Tommy, which Tommy's is a great thing. Back. Ozark is also coming back. I wanna And it wasn't we,
1: Joseph Sakura on
0: he Ozark was, as well? He did it. He did a couple of. Uh, he it's very good, Zach. He wasn't. That's a good. uh it's very I'm, proud proud you that you knew that. That's
2: great because Tommy's my favorite character. So well, I'm here for that. One, well, there. Ghost
0: and Tommy together was like you know I mean, it's yeah. like uh, you know. Burton and Taylor, yeah, they'll oh, love yeah. them both, but just wanted to bring those two up because we will be discussing those shows. But I want it one more time the name of the show because I'm gonna have to write it down. I'm the memory. The Book of Boba Fett. The Book of Boba Fett. I'm. I'm. I'm if you can serious. get past the Great title some of these, because yeah, uh, that's on Disney Plus. Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah. Plus. I'm not
1: in the tank for it. You know, as we know, there's a lot of Star Wars that I, I, I really uh, upset I with that isn't that good. But I really like in watching it. I think give it a couple of more episodes because it's like half of the show. How many episodes do we know how many they're going to be? Only six
3: episodes. Only six episodes. Oh, so we've we've got. Mm-hmm. That's another thing
0: that bothers me about these shows. Like they don't do like you know you wait a year and a half like say for for Succession mm-hmm. and there's nine yeah. episodes. You know, like the you want more than like. Nine. With this particular thing, I think it
1: might. Are they hour long. They're episode? hour long episodes. Okay. It might work in that, and like you know what, too
0: much of it, you might. Eh. No, but like Succession, I could. I'd like to see. Sometimes yeah. I feel they rush things, or Billions, they rush things because they only do seven or eight episodes, and you you've got a lot of actors and a lot of characters, and you get. Sometimes the things get lost in it. Like, that's why you have to rewatch them or whatever. Mm-hmm. So to your I,
2: point on that, I've got to say, I'm so hurt that It's Always Sunny this season only had eight episodes as opposed to the usual ten that they have. Uh, a little bit might hurt on a that. COVID,
0: that might be a COVID a little bit issue, hurt. too, that they couldn't uh,
1: Now, you know what? Well, that.
2: then let's fix this, because I need ten episodes of Sunny at least.
1: A big cornerstone of this, sh- uh, this podcast is TV and oh, how so good so. TV is now. 23 years ago today, I think the show that changed it all premiered Sopranos. Sopranos, Sopranos premiered Was it 23 years ago? 23 today? years ago today, Sopranos premiered. Wow. And that show, I think, changed the narrative from when TV was kind of poo-pooed and looked down upon. Now TV, if you ask me... TV is better than a lot of movies. That oh, are I
0: yeah. Well, there's like 900 channels. Uh, you know, like you've got streaming services of Hulu and, and, and but you know the the, the fact Netflix, that you know that like they have their own original shows and Amazon and everything else. Yeah, but it's what, not we, a stigma to be on TV anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no. it, it, it used to be. Oh, I'm an actor. I don't do TV. I'm an actor. I'm not going to, you know, I'm a movie actor. I couldn't lower myself. Now, there's money anywhere to be made. You're going to make it.
1: They're talked about most are TV shows and movies are struggling. And, I mean, listen, there's nothing more I love in the world than going to the movies. And I hope that that maintains and and, and gets better and, and, and all that. But TV changed forever because of The Sopranos. HBO... And the Sopranos. Let's face it, Game
2: of Thrones would not be what it was without the Sopranos. Absolutely, yeah. You wouldn't have they're, had. They're quite, you wouldn't quite similar have Mad in
1: some ways. Yeah, ex- exactly. You wouldn't have Mad Men. You wouldn't have Game of Thrones. You wouldn't have. I mean, just. Uh, A billion and, successions and, that people and, talk and, about. And, you know, anything. And, and
0: marquee. Uh, because you've got actors... arc. You're getting actors to, to not minding to play, like, you know, in air quotes, minding to be on. Yeah. Television. Exactly.
1: And stories that go entire seasons instead of each episode. You Mm -hmm. watch it like you
0: know that all comes twenty three years ago. Everything changed. Everything changes, but everything stays the same. Because I'm gonna I started ranting on the Giants, I'm gonna end the podcast giving you some of my predictions of the football game, that's okay with you guys. The Raiders are playing the Bengals this week on Saturday. I'm taking the Bengals the Patriots are playing the Bills. I'm taking the Bills to beat the Patriots. I'll go with the Bills. For... The Eagles are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm taking the Buccaneers. So, so far I've taken all the favorites. Okay. 49ers at the Cowboys. I would never, ever, ever bet on the Cowboys. Ever, ever. My least favorite team in all of sport. I am taking the 49ers heavy to beat the Cowboys. Steelers at the Chiefs. I love both these teams, but i got to go with the Chiefs. And the Cardinals at the Rams, I don't really like either one of these teams, but I'm going to say the Rams are going to win because they're at home, and I can't trust the I can't trust the Cardinals. Uh, they just disappoint me. So those are out there. We'll do another podcast very soon, and hopefully some of these predictions will come true. And I do say Alabama is going to win big tonight against Georgia. You can write that down. This is our first one of 2022. I thank you guys, and we will be back a lot quicker than we
3: were. From this one. Thank you and good evening.